Blog Talk Radio.
He created you to eat. What? What's the goal really? Vegetables. Fruits. Vegetables. Herbs from the from the leaves or the trees. Herbs. Look who the strongest. Huh? Look who the strongest is. The gorilla. Look how nasty he is. He can hit he can hit the uh, lion with an uppercut and knock him up into a tree. But remember, he don't eat what? What do he eat? Fruits, vegetables, herbs. See? And they was trained because they never left their environment, not as a massive. I know a lot of them are taken away, but the majority understood what they're going to eat. See? But we don't know what we're supposed to eat. That's why we got the highest rate of all kind of problems in our body. High blood pressure, diabetes, cancer. You know, there's a reason why we got all these problems. Because we don't know that every man is not created equal. You create an equal, but you put certain men in certain environments. She didn't put you in the environment to eat what you eat today. That's when you got the problem in your body. Got it? Good. So I'll tell you what we'll do. we bring our elder in. He'll tell you all about the broadcast, and, and we'll see which way the lesson going. But in the same token, we must be clear, especially the six anointed camps, that we got to make sure we know how to help our members that come in by helping ourselves understand that what the world eats is not your diet. And once you understand what you both be eating, then you live it by example, then guess what? The Almighty going to bless you. But we're going to take care of all that after we bring our elders. So we're going to bring our elders materials in, and he's going to spread the books out a little bit, and we're going to hold on to some more um, the six anointed count members come in. Help assist one thing about our elder. He's prepared to play whatever hand it is to play. And just says Yahweh. Got it? Good. So we meet our elder, Mr. Tim Israel, tribe of Yahweh Judah. Loud boys, you say, Elder Mr. Tim, tribe of Yahweh Judah. Yahweh beat you at C. Ray. And Yahweh bless you, see Israel, see, bro. Hallelujah. Yahweh. All right, hallelujah, Well, one thing we know, the box tail been lit, the curtain air went up, and we got to continue to show soundly that we've been taught wrong, and we know that in our bodies that we visit Doc Cook, and Doc Cook lives real good on us. He lives real good on us. But we got to put a stop to it for those that got here to hear. So, you know, take your time, and Tell a national audience over 900,000 strong on the international side. Exactly what the Almighty put on you to tell them. Take your time. You're on the clock. Come on. Well, once again, Yahweh bless you, see you as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast among a cast of over 900,000 listeners. And you know what? That is a good thing because we all get a chance to share the same word at the same time, which is good. Speaking on foods, I think we probably will get back into what we had once before, but not today. I had mentioned about a year ago, you can use the Bible for almost a shopping list with all the different foods that was mentioned in the Bible. I think I'll bring that in probably uh, maybe later this week. 
talking about all the foods in the Bible, how to prepare them. Uh, honey, the John the Baptist ate to stay alive when he was walking on a long journey. I mean, many things that you can eat. But this is what you're taught in the Bible and from proper teaching, as the seer has mentioned. We learn to go in a straight way and not veer left or veer right. Because these are distractions, and those distractions can lead to death or severe passages. Like it's mentioned in the book of Matthew, it's chapter 7, verse 13 and verse 14. It's good notes to take down. In verse 13, it says, Enter ye at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. 14. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. And you find that to be a true statement. Some people just don't want to do right for any reason at all. This is why I say a teacher can't learn from his students, because he's always given wise counsel. But having knowledge, the teacher even gains more experience by teaching. However, a student can learn from wise counsel and possibly learn and teach one day themselves. And it shows well on all of our six camps that teach. Because when we are here, we came to hear the things that most of us hear. And some listening, they never understand. But Yaqua's ministry makes all this misunderstanding very possible. Many of us came to see things in the Bible through proper teaching. And some looking can never find. These are the misinformed. They can do none of these things. But, however, this is why the words of Yahweh that is taught makes all this and more possible for the righteous. You notice that key word, righteous? Because we have to be aware, by knowing the scriptures and the Bible precepts, we're given the knowledge to know that those out there that camouflage their evil or confused teaching. An overly loud bump to dumbs contest for their method of righteous learning. Even turning the Bible scriptures around as verbal weapons against us that know. This is the non-righteous job to lead you astray. And you find most of them are doing that. They're doing that job trying to lead you astray. But we're here to help guide you through these dark times of bad teaching, loud bump to dumbs, and righteous learning. And Christianity. We welcome and thank all of you for attending another live broadcast of Yahweh's Ministry. We come to you live and open to you always with new and exciting topics from the King James Bible. And first and foremost, about Yahweh's Word. Learning how to connect the Bible books, your health, foods that you should eat and keep in the Sabbath days. We do all this because you have not. This is the information that you came to seek and have now found it in the voices of the true Israelites, tribe of Yadah, we're open unto you for this learning from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And those days are Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. No class on Tuesday unless we have a high day or a special event. However, we do have a Sabbath class. And the top part of Sabbath, which surprised me that some people knew already, top part of Sabbath is Friday. Time starts at 7.30 to 10.30. And the bottom part of the Sabbath is Saturday. We have a temple class that starts at 12 p.m. and an online class that starts at 2 to 5 p.m. until the temple members decide to leave. 
Also, we have a website address to use this on any one of your search engines, and it's tribeyada.com. And after you click enter, once again, look for tribeyada.com. Dash Israelites. This will take you to a Bitcoin where you see some choices. One will be ties and off. Click PayPal and follow the instructions. However, in the other device, you might see menu. But after clicking this, again, you'll see the choices. Still choose with tithes and offerings, and doing so, remember what it says in the book of Psalms, chapter 96, verse 7, and verse number 8. 7 says, Given to the Yahweh, tender to the people. Give to Yahweh, glory and strength. 8. Give unto the Yahweh, the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering, and come into his courts. Now, I always remind everyone that when you're doing this, to remember that Yahweh loves the children. And also, donations to this ministry is greatly appreciated that you give according to the Bible scriptures that are mentioned in the book of Leviticus, chapter 27, verse number 30, and mentioned again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, and verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing you Dossier's Yahweh alive. Also for building a school, which is very well needed for Bible teaching. A banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods we continue to speak of on this program. Hallelujah. Also while there, don't forget to check our calendar. That calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year, which we do have a feast day that's coming up uh, pretty shortly. We also have a live program. It's a feature that's available during our broadcast time. To get there, just enter three words, Aqua Radio Live, on your cell phone, your computer, or any one of your remote devices. After you do that, look for Voices of the True Israelites, Tribe of Yadda. Click the red live button as soon as it appears. It'll put you right into our live online broadcast. Also, we have a few numbers you can call with Yahweh in mind. The first being our live conference room number, which is 319-527-6065. The other is 224-600-5579. This is an international number where you can call and leave a message on those Bible scriptures that you may have questions on, which can be answered by anyone at the six and nine camps of Yahweh's ministry. But also I'm saying that do not call this number trying to teach. I'll have to remind you, you only hear a discouraging click followed by a dial tone. Also, by calling this number, you can order what our numbers know as the 12 programs via the 12 tribes of Israel on DVD. Just make sure we get the correct name and the correct address, and you will receive it promptly. On another note, we might ask, please do not contact the seer via email, phone, or text before broadcast or after. He's usually pretty busy with the WCC, the New York Station stockholder, Mr. Cigar Man. Answering many memos that most of us have seen, but even now, in addition to that, the Latter day Saints. So please use the international line of 224-600-5579. And if the question is legit, you will receive a call back, unless you call trying to teach. As I said, you'll only hear the spiritual doubt. 
Now, if you haven't missed the beginning of today's program, you can always catch the entire show recorded after 9.15 p.m., except Fridays. Program time will be repeated after 10.30. And to do that, just enter three words this time on the search line, Yaqua Radio Live. And when you click enter, look for Voices of the Truth Lights, try the down. Just choose the program that you are late logging into or any previous day at that point that you would like to listen. And another note, also during a normal broadcast broadcast, we're also simultaneously transmitting on Caltalk, which can be logged in by your phone, tablet, or computer. Even now, your smartwatch. Just make sure you've downloaded the Caltalk app. It will be listed under ethnic group, African American. Look for voices of the Twitch lights, driving your drop. Our room will hold 50 or more listening participants. For Yahweh's work, will also be working for your Bible education. Online there to answer those on-the-table topics we discussed. During our broadcast will be Elder Mr. Tibbs Israel, along with Sea Israel, writing a shotgun. During this time, we'll be taking no comments off-topic or any more than two text questions answered at a time. And the broad talk ends before teaching time. We will continue our teaching on I'll be with you all. So we can start on with our program and teaching. We'll pass the program back to our seer Israel to say, Hallelujah, Al Quran. All right, Dale, that's excellent. Depart, Dale. So we'll spread out, wait on to the rest of um, the members to come on stage to um, get themselves a path to get in where they've been in at. Until that time comes, we have to hold on. But that was a very interesting statement when you're saying some judges don't call in and and call the international line, 224-600-5579. Because um, it's a statement written in, in Hebrew. Before we do Luke 12, 12, I just want to piggyback on the reason why it's not good to just call the international line and just flood in on what you have thought you have known. Let's look at our Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 through 14, Elder. Then we'll get to Luke 12, 12. But this is the reason why Elder tell you, based upon, don't call the international line and want to be a teacher. Because stay humble, because this ministry here, whether you know or not, you've been ordained to help you out. And correct some things that you need to know. So, now Paul was invited to the great big temple of the Almighty. He was invited to the temple. And so Peter gave him the microphone. And this is what he said to them in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 through 14. Hey, Elder, what did, what did Paul tell to the 12 tribes that was in the southern kingdom coming to the Worship on the Sabbath day. What did he say in Hebrews chapter 5, verse 12 to 14? What did he say else? In the book of Hebrews, chapter 5, reading verses 12 to 14. 12 says, For one of time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that one teach you again, which be the first principle of the oracles of Yahweh and are become such as 
have need of milk and not of strong meat. 13. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. 14. But strong meat belongs to them that are full age, even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Mm-hmm. So he said, it's to teach you again because don't no ministry that I heard as elder, you ever heard Jim say it, after we read Amos 3, 1 and 2 and verse 7, you tell me, have you ever heard this verse read in any Christian, Islamic, or Judaism congregation church? Have you ever read, have they ever read this in all the years of your young life, Elder? Have they ever read Amos 3, 1, 2, and verse 7? Let's see, then you comment on that, then we're going to some Luke 12, 12. I want to know, have you ever in your young life on earth heard any preacher, male or female, read Amos 3, 1, 2, and verse 7? What does it say? In the book of Amos, chapter 3, reading verses 1, 2, and 7, verse 1 says, Hear this word that the Yahweh had spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, 2, you only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you for all your iniquities. 7. Surely, Yahweh will do nothing, but he reveals his secrets unto the servants, the seers. Now, yo, comment on that one and tell me what church, what church have you ever heard that verse read is in the Bible? What, what's the name of the church and what pastor <laughs> ever read that verse of there? Amos 3, 1, 2, and 7. Have you ever heard that read? in any church in your young life by being going to the establishment. Come on. No, I've never heard that read. That's probably outside of the sermon that they usually run. You see that? So that's the point we make. The births have never been read in, in the elder's young life on the planet Earth. He's been to many churches and establishments, but he never heard that verse read. See that? And that's the point. And that's why he ever tells on the broadcast, don't come in ready to teach because you're going to teach up on the consumption that contrary to what we just got to read. See that? So it's not, it's not see, the, the foundation would never be laid until the foundation is laid, and that's the reason right now, as a race of people, the children of the 12 tribes of Israel, we got more physical problems with our bodies and minds because we have to understand that when he made rules and regulations, he gave it to a people. Now, let's bring Mother in and Mother going, Mother, there, I see, I'm, don't worry, I'm, don't worry I'm, I'm here to do 
my part is and does say job right, and that's a, and that's a great thing. So one of the mothers out of Cat Warren is coming on stage, so she said, I'm ready to do my part, Mother E and Mother Z. So they're coming on stage to help out, assist in the nice lessons, case number 66. So when you meet one, the mothers out of Camp 1, that's Bible Cancer Science Camp 1, mothers and all of them. So you come on stage tonight, it's Mother E and Mother Z. So she's going to meet Mother E. Hey, Mother E, travel y'all got to do one of the mothers out of Camp 1. Y'all fly BTFC, right? Y'all fly BTFC, right? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, mother, see, one thing about you, mother, you lead by example, and that's why you were able to tell the young exactly because you lead by example, and that's a great thing. If, if Mother Z, is she close by to uh, participate in tonight's um, teaching on tape 66, or, or will she be in a little bit later? Mother Z, Kaba Yat Got You, another <laughs> mother out of Camp 1. Y'all fly big, y'all see right? She's not, she's not here right now, see Hallelujah, y'all All right, that's great. But one thing we do know, she will be. And that's the guy, and that's what we, we would tell at the National Orders know, we always here for you six nights a week on this station right here. We here for you. And we here to teach you the Bible. Not where we going, where we been. We come to teach you the Bible. Uncut, called the way it is, of course, is by only explaining what is read. We just do the breakdown on it. So, Elder, what do we say in Luke chapter 12? See what's going on with it, Elder. Okay. You caught me in the midst of drinking a sip of uh, herbal tea there, see? So we'll get to the book of Luke. Book of Luke. Chapter 12, verse number 12, the book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Right. And those that's new, that's coming in, because we know on the internet side, there's over 900,000 strong and kicking. We teach by the spirit of Yahweh. Whatever he give us, that's what we put on the table. But since we have a lot of health problems with our bodies, a lot of, uh, in a lot of calls all the country that we didn't know, we thought, like the Constitution said, all men was created equal. Yeah, but it got to depend on what the point that you make it. All men was created equal, but the Almighty done something, um, Elder. He done something, but this part has never been brought up that he. And I, I won't know how this verse ever been read in any Christian, Islam, or Judaism church. Have this been read? Uh, Fifteen twenty-four on Matthew. I want to know once you read Matthew fifteen twenty-four. Tell me, have you ever heard this verse read anywhere outside of the church of Israel for the Sixth Amendment account? Have you ever read heard this verse read? In Matthew fifteen twenty four. In the book of Matthew, chapter fifteen, reading verse number twenty four, it says, But he answered and said, I am not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. 
He says, the only one that I'm sent to is the lost family of the 12 tribes of Israel. Let me just say it. He says, my father sent me down on earth, and who I'm sent to is the lost family of the 12 tribes of Israel. That's who I'm sent to. Now, El, comment on that one. Have you ever heard any Christian <laughs> or in your young life that you are on the planet Earth, any Christian, any Islamic or Judaism ever read that verse and sit there and talked about it? They might have read, read past it, but have you ever heard them stop and comment on that verse right there? Come on. To answer that truthfully, I heard most of them say they love the book of Matthew, but I've never heard them comment on this verse. Never heard them comment on this verse. See, that? See that's, why, that's why they'll tell you, when you call the international line, call with be humble to understand that we've been taught totally different because read, if that verse was read and explained, then there would be no Christian or Islamic or Judaism facility. Okay? That's why it's not going to be read. Because they read that and said, well, why, or, 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 or what you, why are we here up on the Islam, Judaism, or Christian name? That's why it's not had not been read. It hasn't been read because Daniel tells you exactly the plan of the Almighty when he came down to the earth sent by his father. Now, we'll read one more. Then we're going to bring Mother E in. Now, Mother, find that book of Adam and Eve for me, Mother. Have that, be patting that book real carefully because we're going to be in and out of the book of Adam and Eve to the book of Adam and Eve. I'm going to read one more. We're going to the 10th chapter of Matthew, El. Now, here, now here is the blueprint. If we understand the blueprint, but it has to be not just read past, it has to, you have to stop and explain what you read. And 10 verse 5, no, just read verse 1, then we'll skip down to 5, down to verse 8. Uh, Matthew 10 verse 1, Elder, then we'll skip down to 5, down to verse 8. Listen to this. Okay, the book of Matthew, chapter 10, reading verse number 1, skip to 5, to verse number 8. One says, and when he called unto 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Five. These twelve, Yahweh the Son, sent forth, and commanded them, saying, Go not unto the way of the Gentiles, and unto the city of the Samaritans, and ye not. Six. But go rather to the lost sheep of the family of Israel. And as ye go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely we have received, freely give. 
Mm-hmm. So he say, he say now, cast out devils. But but look what he told him to go to. He told it twelve, according to verse six. He says, but go rather to the lost sheep of the family of the twelve tribes of Israel. Mm-hmm. That's why he told him to go. So now, if you are Christian, or uh, you in Judaism or Islam, you cannot read that. Because he's telling the one that's going to take over after you go back to heaven where you're supposed to go. He said, go to them first. So you got to get them in order first. Now, let me give me give one precept on that, because this is what he says in Zechariah 12, verse 7. Hey, yo, I want a precept on that in Zechariah 12, verse 7. See, we got to understand that you got order and that's what we out of order in everything. You got order. We don't do the order. Now, this is what he said. Now, when he comes, he said, on his way back from heaven to earth, this is what he told the seer, Zachariah, to put in writing and just put it right in the book and leave it there. That's what he said in 12, verse 7. What he say? In the book of Zechariah, chapter 12, Reading verse number seven says, Yahweh shall save the tents of Judah first, that the glory of the house of family of David and the glory of the inhabitants of Jerusalem do not magnify themselves against Judah. You said that? So now when he come back, he said the one he gonna save first is Judah. Judah is the lead tribe of the 12 tribes of Israel. That's the that's mystery. But the first one he's going to save and the one he's going to give his word to is Judah because they're going to get the first reward when he come back. He's going to save the camp, the people of Judah, the one that do right. So there is it there, when he, and that's the prophecy of it. Now, Mother, hey, Mother E, let's read. So that's the prophecy of it. Now, let's see what Paul says in 2414 of Acts. Now, Paul will make a statement. Remember, Paul is a great big temple. Now, Apostle Paul, we love to quote Paul, but we really don't quote Paul. We say Paul says something, but we never read what Paul really says. What do Paul really say, Mother Eve, in twenty four fourteen of the book of Acts? What do we say out of his own mouth? What do he say? The book of Acts twenty four fourteen reads But this I confess unto thee that after the way which they call Catholic, so wicked I to Yahweh of my father, believing all things which are written in the law. And this fear. So Paul said he believed everything that's written in the law and in the seal. So he he believed everything written from Malachi back to Genesis. So Paul is saying, you know, and but the teaching and Christianity, Islam, and Christian Judaism that everything done away with. We all New Testament Christians. Paul telling you right now, everything that's written from Malachi back to Genesis, that's what he believed. 
But then he says something, Mother, in the 11th chapter, verse 1 and 2. Listen to what Paul said, and I'm going to ask the elder, after Mother, read this verse, 11, 1 and 2. Have you ever heard this verse read into any establishment after Mother reads 11, verse 1 and 2? What it says in Romans 11, verse 1 and 2. I'm grumbling. Chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Okay. Let me get this. The book of Romans, chapter 11, verse 1 and 2. Verse 1. I said then, and Yahweh cast away his people, Yahweh forbid. But I also am an Israelite of the seed of Abraham, of the tribe of Benjamin. Verse 2. Yahweh has not cast away his people, which he took or knew. Gave not what the scripture said of Isaiah. How he made and ceases to Yahweh against Israel, saying. Okay. Mm-hmm, so Paul says he identified his genealogy. He identified his bloodline. Now, El, tell me what's the name of the church? What's the name of the pastor? Or anything close to ever read that Paul is telling the <laughs> one that's in Rome that he are a Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin. Now, you to tell me what preacher you ever heard in the Christian church, Islamic, or Judaism, because we know the elder makes his round. One thing about the elder, he checks out everybody, and that's a great thing. Now, what ministry you have heard that verse read, then they stop and explain what Paul just said he are by bloodline. He said, I'm a bloodline. Israelite. And the tribe I'm of on bloodline is Benjamin. Benjamin, what you call today the Jamaican. So what ministry ever told you Paul looks just like the Jamaican? That's who Benjamin is today. Jamaican. Now Elder, you on the clock in the national audience listening. Come on. Well, I was trying to keep from laughing. But most of the pastors I've heard and seen, none of them even want to mention the word Israelite because they think it's uh, militant people. They don't even mention it. Have they ever said Paul identified himself by bloodline that he is an Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin? Have you ever said in any ministry and, and you heard them stop and explain Paul is the Israelite from the tribe of Benjamin, which call it Jamaicans today, by faces. What, pre- what preacher said that? None. None. None that I heard. You see that? We got a lot of work to do. We got a lot of work to do because we clear mothers. 
we clear in Zechariah chapter 13, verse 8 down to verse 10. Hey, Mother E, we very clear about something in Zechariah chapter. Remember, end time prophecy. Um, you got to know how he operates. But before you read that mother, Zechariah 13, 8 through 10, just put a marker there. Read me Luke 1, 70 first. Then we're going there. We're going to lay it out to understand what I'm saying. We teach spirit-led. reason why Paul told them, those that's coming in now, you got to be retaught all over again. But you got to submit and have a humble spirit to do so. If your spirit ain't right, you're going to say, well, you know, I graduate from Moody Bible Institution. Moody, Moody don't teach what you just got to read out that Bible. How could they? If they teach what's written out the Bible, then they, they will be, <laughs> they can't teach what's written out the Bible. You know why? Unless they twist it on you. Because they'll say, wait a minute, if that's the case, then why are we not up on the, the teaching of the children of the 12 tribes of Israel led by Judah? See? They can't do it. Now, we, on, we have on, on this network called the Latter-day Tall, the, the administration of out of Utah, we have the administration out of New York City, uh, Big Kennedy Dolan administration on this internet, and we also have um, what's the other big the WCC World Council of Churches that basically control this radio broadcast. They are five hundred thousand members. They can't, they can't, they can't do that. Because you will not be a member of a 5,000 million members. The Bible, the way it is. That's why we, actually we come humble. We're showing you that, listen, examine what you have learned. Examine who this book was given to and who's supposed to be the architect of this book. But look what he told a seer, and well, let's read Luke 1, 71. Let's, let's. Build a case first, mother. Hey, mother, let's build a case first. Luke 1, verse 70, what does it say? The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 70, read. The book of Luke, chapter 1, verse 70. As he speaks by the mouth of his righteous seal, which has been since the world began. See, that's, that's, a, great, that's a great message. When he spake, when he had something to say, he spoke by to his righteous fear since the world began. Mm-hmm. So when he had something to say, he, that's how he operated since the world began. So when your pastor goes and say he got a word, but well, it didn't work like that, pastor. When he had something to say, according to Luke 1, verse 70, this is how he spoke. Since the world began. This is how he spoke. Now, WCC said, oh, can you precept that? Okay, well, we'll do that for you. Oh, mother, let's go to Isaiah. Let's precept that in the book of Isaiah. Now, I'll make it Ezekiel. We're going to Ezekiel to precept that, mother. WCC, the World Council Church, we said, we want to precept on that one. That means they want a second witness. Okay. So see your second witness. 
on second win. This will give you a second win. WCC, 500 million members on the second win. Let's see if we get a second win this month. We're going to the book of Ezekiel, and we'll look at verse 1 and 17. Now, we're doing this to get a WCC, the World Council of Churches, a second win. We're going to 38 verse 1 and 17. Listen to it. 38 verse 1 and 17. Okay. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse 1 and 17. Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse 1 and 17. Ezekiel, chapter 38, verse 1. And the word of Yahweh came unto me, saying, verse 17, Thus says Yahweh, Yahweh, of I he of whom I have spoken in old time by my servant, the seer of Israel, which prophesied in those days many years that I would bring ye again. Again, again, mm-hmm. He said, verse 17, Thus said the Almighty One, Are thou he of whom I have spoken in old times by my servant, the seers of Israel? See, when I had something to say in the, in the Bible, I spoke to the seers of Israel. That's who I spoke to. He didn't speak to what we're going today, the Pope and, and the Christian pastor. He said, no, I didn't do that. In old times, I spoke by my servant, the seer of Israel. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then if you precept that mother, that right there, you precept that to Amos 2, verse 11. And let's see what it says. Let's, let's see him talk again to another seer about how he operates. So the people knew how he operated, but now they don't know how he operates. And that's why you see him making books and doing it all over the place, giving the wrong day, wrong name, because the wrong people is teaching what they should not to be teaching. Because they go by the Bible. This is what he told Amos in 2 verse 11. Hey, Mother E, what he tell him? What he says in Amos 2 verse 11? What he say? Look at Amos chapter 2 verse 11. Verse 11 reads, Just said Yahweh, for three transgressions of Edom, Esau, and for four, I will not turn away the punishment thereof. Because he did pursue his brother with the sword and did cast off all pity, and his anger did tear perpetual, and he kept his wrath forever. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I thought that was extra, mother, but I, I really didn't want that verse, but that was extra to read. Now, I want to look at, um, you said 211? Yeah, 211, name it. That was excellent, but you read. 
that was red, but but now you can bring two eleven in. That was X. So you read one eleven, but now you can read two eleven. That was X, and it's red. See now that oh. that brings another story about he not gonna turn away the punishment on Esau because he um jumped his brother in his generation. But that's another lesson. We just gonna leave that alone for that now. Uh, go uh-huh. right over to two eleven. On the right side, look at two verse eleven. You want me to read one eleven now? No, read two eleven. Look at Amos two. Oh no, you no, you read one eleven. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to read okay. two eleven. Okay, the book of Amos, verse eleven. And I raised up of your son for fear, and of your young men for Nazareth. Is it not even? My own children of Israel said the outward. So he, so he, told, he said, he told Amos, listen, I raised up your son for fear. I raised up your son for Nazarite. He said, didn't I do this for you, old children of Israel? See, mm-hmm. you said, Amos, you go and tell him, because right now and then, at this time, they start bitching off, getting the puff head, puff daddy and puff mother. You always sit the fear to tell you about what he did. He said, didn't I raise up your fear? Didn't I raise up your son for Nazarite? Didn't I do that, O children of Israel? Right? So Amos had to go back to the temple site and tell them, listen. But you know what they told Amos? Now look what they told Amos and fear. Now look what they told him. Let's read what they told Amos. When, when Amos had to go tell them this, let's see exactly what they told Amos to do in seven. Just like you pay the seal no never mind today. Let's see what what they told the seal after the Almighty sent them to say, listen, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Let's see let's see what they told him. The leadership told him when he got to tell them the message. We're going to Amos chapter 7, mother, and we're going to read what they say, and we might make a little meal out of it. Take your time and look at verse um, 10 down to verse 12. Let's see what they told now. The Almighty is the one who gave me the message. And Elder, meet me in Ezekiel chapter, Ezekiel chapter 3. Have that waiting on it. So now, the the Almighty is talking to the seer. He's a gold as the children of Israel, and tell them if you want a word from me, you got to get it from the seer. And Nazarite is all about the children of Israel. Let's see when he came to tell his message. Let's see what happened in Amos seven, verse ten and twelve. Take your time, mother, and, and do the best you can and ten dollar verse three up come out. The book of Amos, chapter seven, verses ten to twelve, verse ten. Then Amazar, the priest of Bethel, sent to Jeroboam, king of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against thee in the midst of the family of Israel. 
The land is not able to bear all his words. Verse 11. But thus Amos said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel shall surely be led away captive out of their own land. Verse 12. And Amazar said unto Amos, O thus see, go flee the way into the land of Judah, and there eat bread and prophesy there. Hey, old Sib, get out, get out of here. Go back to Judah. Go back to the southern kingdom. Don't talk that talk over here in the northern kingdom of Israel. He was bringing a message from the mighty one. The mighty one sent Amos and Sib to the northern kingdom called the Ten Tribes to tell them, listen, if y'all don't stop what you're doing, the Almighty going to kill your king, and they're going to send all y'all into captivity. This before 722 B.C., they were told. Now, once you tell them something, you know they told us here, go about your business. Get up out of here. We don't want to hear that. And that would tell them, that would tell them, hey, the six months. we don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. We don't want to hear what Oprah Winfrey said. We don't want to hear what Oprah said. See, Oprah Winfrey, she made a statement. You know, she came humble, but she made a statement, you know, she, she really wants the preachers to come humble because we're here to help. If you want to help your members, then you never pay your time. We will offer them donations. They're doing all type of hours extra into the church. But don't you don't you want to reward them with the right thing? See, listen what happened when, it, when, um, when Oprah was confronted. Let's see what she said and what she do. Did she puff up spirit up? For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yeah. Will Smith, yeah. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yeah. off, yeah. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me. You said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but well, I have to have Friday. Friday night sundown, Saturday night sundown off. Okay. Now look at Oprah, a billionaire, got all the money you take a stick at. When she heard the truth, but now you go tell your pastor, not whoever, but a, a pastor, what day we supposed to be worshiping on? Uh, well, we supposed it. They might say, they might say, well, we supposed it during Saturday, but since the world do Sunday, we gonna keep Sunday. But it's Sunday, it's the blessed day. Um, no, not really. But pastor, I'm giving you my my free will offering, my donation. I'm I'm giving my time. Why is you following the world? And I want salvation. I don't want to be cut off. Well, you know, we got the W. Uh, what do they call that thing? Uh, we got the. I'm in my mind right now. 
what what it call Elder? We got the forgot to put my mind right now. The WCC. Put my mind, but they give they give them all that um. It's in my mind. You see, we yeah, we we know the Bible said keep Friday night, Saturday night, but we just stick like everybody. But Pastor, you gonna you gonna have me messed up, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna mess my family up by keeping the wrong day. Okay, man, you dig your problem come. Now they gonna say all the money and all the you did. Now we got a problem in the congregation. It's going to be you. So that's what we're trying to tell you. Listen, and that's why when Mother reads this verse, and now I need my Zechariah 13, 8 through 10. So now I need that. Because here's the point. We come humble. But listen, if you keep it Sunday, that's the wrong day. Even Oprah, the billionaire, tell you that. She found out Sunday was the wrong day. The Bible day of worshiping is Friday night to Saturday night. This time when the sun sets, sunset to sunset, man gave us 1201. That's man doing. The Almighty gave us when the sun sets, that's the end of the day, starts another day. So when the sun sets, that begins the Sabbath day, which is the seventh day of the week, which is the only blessed day in the Bible, according to Genesis 2, verse 3. That's the only blessed day in the Bible for worshiping is number seven. And that number seven really starts Friday night, Saturday night. And not only that, look what, look, uh, what do the Almighty say is in, um, in Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 05. 10 through 12, and 19 and 20. Elder Tim, what do it say to Ezekiel, the seer, in the 20th chapter, verse 4, 5, 10 through 12, and 19 and 20? Elder Tim, help the national order. Let's see what he told the seer to tell the children of the book. Let's see what he said. Come on. Okay, in the book of uh, Ezekiel, looking at chapter 20, reading verse 4, 5, 10, 12, 19, and 20. Just checking my notes to make sure I got everything right. Uh, verse number 4 says, verse 4, What thou judge them, son of man, what thou judge them, cause them to know the abominations of their fathers. Verse 5. And say unto them, Thus saith the Yahweh, in the way when I choose Israel and lifted up mine hand unto the seed of the family of Israel and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up mine hand unto them, saying, I am the Yahweh, your Verse number 10, 10 says, Therefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. 11, and gave them my statutes or Torah instructions and showed them my judgments, which if 
a man do, he shall even live in them. Twelve. Moreover, I also gave them my Sabbath to be a sign between me and them, that they may know that I am the Yahweh that sanctified them. Verse number 19. 19 says, I... And the Yahweh, your Yahweh, walk in my statutes of Torah instructions and keep my judgments and do them. 20. Hollow my Sabbath, and they shall be a sign between me and you that you may know that I am the Yahweh, your Yahweh. So he gave them the Sabbath to be a sign between him and you. That's how he's going to watch you. He's going to watch you on the sign. When you drive a car, you got to follow the sign, right? Do the ticket book man be out there. You got to <laughs> follow the sign, right? So you understand what a sign means? Uh, there's a sign that says, do not enter. And you follow that sign, oh, I can't go that way. The Almighty gave the people of the book a sign between you and him. His sign is the Sabbath day. But then your preacher said, well, you know, our Sabbath day is Sunday, the first day of the week. But, Mr. Preacher, is that Bible? Is it Bible? Well, we... Our Sabbath day is Sunday, 9 o'clock in the morning. But is that Bible? Let's find out if that Bible. Uh, Elder, back up to Exodus chapter 16. Let's see what the Bible says the Sabbath day is. The Sabbath, S-A-B-B-A-T-H. Let's see is it the first day of the week, Sunday. Sunday is the first day of the week. You can ask the telephone. What is the first day of the week? They tell you Sunday, the day of the sun. In the dictionary, they tell you Sunday is the first day of the week. You look on your calendar. Right now, you got all in the kitchen. Sunday is in the left hand corner. That's number one, seven, which is Saturday. See? There it is right there. Right on your calendar. You ask your phone. Hey, uh, smartphone, what day is Sunday? The first day of the week, the day of the sun. It'll tell you that. Let's see what the Bible says the Sabbath is according to the Bible, Mr. Preacher. 16, verse 26. Where's the other? In the book of Exodus, chapter 16, reading verse 22. Verse number 22 says, 26. 26. 26. Yes, sir. Okay, 26. Changing my notes now. Chapter 16, verse number 26. It says, Six days ye shall gather, gather it. But on the seventh day, which is the Sabbath, in it there shall be none. You see that? Six days you shall gather it, but on the seventh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, which is the Sabbath. Mr. Preacher, you can't, can't go with the, pop, the popularity of the world. The Bible says the seventh day is Sabbath. And what did people do when they heard that in verse 30? What did they do in verse 30? 
Verse number 30 says, So the people rested on the seventh day. You see, the people did. See, that's why I'm saying. You got some pastors going to hear this and say, thank you, and make a definite. They rested on the Sabbath day. And they done what? In Leviticus 23, verse 3, of what they rested on the Sabbath day. And what else they do on the Sabbath day? Leviticus 23, verse 3. What else they do else? 23, verse 3. The book of Leviticus, chapter 23, reading verse number 3, says, Six days shall work be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, a righteous congregation. You shall do no work. A righteous gathering. Right. A righteous convocation means a righteous gathering. You rest on that day to have a righteous gathering. You rest on that day from all of the six days you have been doing. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all that good stuff. You resting on that day and on that Sabbath day, on that seventh day of the week, you have a righteous gathering. That means you go fellowship and bump shoulders on the Friday night, the Saturday night class. So we have six locations. Call for details where you located, and we will put you in wherever you're closer to by using the International Alliance 224 600 You can 70 miles to any one of the locations. If you're going to follow the Bible, help yourself to help your family, you'll follow the Bible. Because the blessed day is what he says, the blessed day. Now, look what he says in the 31st chapter, verse 12. Now, he made a statement in the same book about if you're going to pay him, no, never mind. He, 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 he covered that, too. That's why you got to precept your Bible. Now, folks, you say, well, I ain't going to pay that, no, never mind. Let's see what he got written. In the 31st chapter, Elder, we'll think of verse number 12. Let's see what he got written in 12, 13, and 14. Now, we're just going to read it, then we're going to comment on it. For those on the international side, over 9,000 strong, listen. Listen. Look what WCC said. We've been listening real good, here. Okay, good. 31st, 31, 12 through 14, what does it say to Elder? Uh, this is the book of Leviticus. No, I'll make it same Exodus. Same book of okay, Exodus. Exodus. Chapter 31, verse 12 through 14. This is what he says. In the book of Exodus, reading chapter 12 to verse number 14. 12 says, And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, 13 and Thou 14. also... 13 and 14. 13 says, Speak thou also unto the family of Israel, saying, Verily, my Sabbath ye shall keep, for it is the sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am the Yahweh that doeth sanctify you. 14. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, for it is righteous unto you. Everyone that defile it surely be put to death. For whosoever doeth any work therein, that soul shall be cut off from among his people. He letting you know 
you got a time ticking to keep the Sabbath day. So we know man lived, we're not reading Malachi 3, verse 6, or Hebrews 13, verse 8. Man lived by in Deuteronomy 8, verse 3. He don't change. And 8, verse 3 of Deuteronomy says, we live by everything he says. He's saying if you're not keeping the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, he said, I'm going to kill you. It's the only time I'm going to kill you. I'm going to wake you up and kill you. That's right there. I'm going to kill you. So look, 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 look at your loyalty for keeping Sunday. Knowing that you're putting a death sentence, it's already a death sentence on your pastor's head. But it's a death sentence in your head by being in that number. After you know the truth. Now, once you know the truth, that's, that's when you throw a ticket. Let's read a little bit more. 15 down to verse 18. Let's take a little meal out of it, Elder. Let's make a little meal out of it. Let's see what he says to Moses, tell the children of Israel. 15 down to verse 18. In the book of Exodus, chapter 31, reading verses 15 to 18. Yes. 15 says, six days may work be done, but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, righteous unto the outlaw. Whosoever doeth any work therein the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. 16, wherefore the family of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generation, petrol covenant. 17, it is the sign between me and the family of Israel forever. For in six days of the Yaqua made heaven and earth. And on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. 18. And he gave unto Moses when he had made an end of the communion with him upon Mount Sinai. Two tables of testimony, tables of stone written with the finger of Yaqua. So we, you know, you know, you know, you go to your job and you do forty hours, and they you just they just give you a check before you had direct deposit. But you know, you look down and check to make sure your boss signature on it, and you and you just clear. I can go cash this check. My boss signature on it. Guess what? The boss that's gonna give you salvation signs off on the Sabbath day, Friday night to Saturday night, and he says. What he said again in verse 15 about as Friday night, Saturday night again in verse 15? Let's give verse it three 15. lines. Yeah, three lines. Three lines of verse 15 says, Six days may work be done, but in the seventh day of rest, righteous unto the Yahweh. He said, Six days can work be done, but in the Sabbath, seven, is the Sabbath a rest righteous to him, to your boss man? You know the one that that can give the salvation. When you keep the Sabbath day, Friday night, Saturday night, it's righteous to him. So you're not doing it for a six anointed council, boss over to his right. He said you're doing it righteous for him. You're the one that can do the salvation. Matter of fact, mother, give me that. Um, hey, mother, he had me 56 verse 1. Of Isaiah waiting on it. Now, give me two lines in verse 17 now, yo. Two lines in 17. Let's see how long that we supposed to kept the Friday night to Saturday night. Let's see how long according to verse 17. 
verse 17 says, It is a sign between me and the family of Israel. By us, look the preacher. It ain't can't nothing change to alter what he said. That is the sign forever. Forever, ever, ever, ever is going on right now. So whoever alterates the Sabbath day, it wasn't the mighty one. The Friday night, the Saturday night is forever. That is the sign between you and him forever. Because look what, on, look what mother getting ready to read was on the line forever. See, what you're messing with is your forever. Now, mother getting ready to read from, from another theater called Isaiah in 56, verse 1. And let's see what mother come up with. Now, listen, the mother is reading what the Bible says. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You get mad at your old theater. But if you don't get mad at mother for reading Isaiah 56, and we're going to read until we get our point. My mother, Isaiah 56, verse 1. The book of Isaiah, chapter 56, verse 1. Thus said the Yahweh, keep you, keep me my judgment, and do justice. For my salvation is near to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Keep going. Verse 2. Blessed is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Three. Neither let neither let the three. Neither let the son of the stranger that have done himself. To the Yahweh speak, saying, The Yahweh has utterly separated me from his people. Neither let the unit say, Behold, I am a dry tree. Mm-hmm. So he's saying, Listen, don't let nobody tell you that I'm separated from my people. My people is the children of Israel. So don't let nobody tell you, Well, now we knew. New Testament Christian. No. He said, don't let nobody tell you that. I'm hook, line, and sinkle, hijacked myself to the children of Israel. He said, don't let nobody tell you that I'm not with the children of Israel. My father just get a precept on that, Elder. Hold that point, Mother. Let's go to the 41st chapter, Elder, of Isaiah. We're going to get a precept on that in 41, verse 8, down to verse 12. Let's get a precept on that. Let's get a precept on that to make sure he's telling you, listen, don't let a Christian, Islamic, Judaism say, I'm no longer dealing with the children of the 12 tribes of Israel. Don't let them say that. Don't let them say that. Put some book on them. Look what he told Isaiah in 41, verse 8 down to verse 12. Take a time there of the world is listening come out. In the book of Isaiah, Chapter 41, reading verses 8 to verse number 12. 8 says, But thou art Israel, art my servant, Israel, whom I have chosen, the seed of Abraham, my friend. 9. Thou whom I have taken from the ends of the earth, and called thee from the shelf of men thereof, and said unto thee, 
thou art my servant. I have chosen thee and not cast thee away. Ten, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am the Yahweh. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. Eleven, behold, all that they were incensed against thee shall be ashamed and confounded. They shall be as nothing and they shall stifle with these shall perish. Well, thou shalt seek them and shall not find them, even them that content with thee, that they that war against thee shall be as nothing and as a thing of naught. That's what he said. He said, he said the water or war against you by you reading the Bible. He said, they're going to come to nothing. You just keep doing for your salvation. But they're going to war against you. Oh, yeah, your mama, your daddy, your preacher, they all going to war against you. What? We've been going, we've been keeping Sunday at 9 o'clock in the morning all our life. You trying to tell me, you're going to keep it what day? What the Bible say, um, Mr. Preacher, Friday night to Saturday night. You know, and, you, and they gonna and your closest loved one gonna give you the best battle you want. Who are you your closest your your biggest battle at? The closest one to you? Well, you show what the Bible says. That's gonna be your the one that you put your head down the pillow with. So the one you go and visit every first day of the week. That's when your trouble gonna start at right there. And they're going to turn a lot of memos against you when you show them the Bible. But they ought to preach up that to Jeremiah to see He won't talk about the same thing. Let's see what Jeremiah says. And then we go on to the right side of the book. Hey, Mother E. Hey, Mother E, have me the right side of the book to see if anything changed in Luke 4, 12, down to 17. Have me Luke 12, 4, down to verse 17. Have that way to me, Mother now, Elder, Mr. Kill, we're looking at Jeremiah 31, verse 35 to 37. Let's see what Jeremiah Seer said about this. Jeremiah 31, 35 to 37. The book of Jeremiah, chapter 31, reading verses 35 to verse number 37. 35 says, Thus says Yahweh, which given the sun for a light by day, and the ordinance of the moon and the stars for a light by night, which divided the sea when the waves when the waves of when the waves of war. The aqua of hosts is his name. Thirty six. If those ordinances depart from before me, said the aqua, then the seed of Israel also shall cease from being a nation before me forever. 37. Thus says the Yahweh, if heaven above can be measured, and the foundations of the earth search out beneath, I also cast off all the seed of Israel for all that they have done, saith the Yahweh. He said, on the way, that this book can be given in the hands of Christians, Islam, or Judaism, 
that the star in heaven is moved out the way. You ain't got nothing up there. You don't see nothing. The foundation's been discovered. He said, now, if anybody can do all that, that's when I'm going to cast away the one that I gave this information to. So this information was never given to a Christian. Islamic or Judaism. He's the only way they'll get this information unless they get it from you is you got to remove every elements I got in there and the foundation that you're standing on. And with a precept, let's go to 33 verse 1, El. Let's get a precept on that. Let's, let's let Jeremiah continue with his, with his talk from the mighty one. 31 verse 1. And two. In the book of Jeremiah. Okay, 1 and 2. 33, 1 and 2. Then we're going to skip down to verse 24 to 26. Jeremiah 33, verse 1 and 2. Then skip down to 23 and on to verse 26. We're going to get a precept. That means... Get a second wind. Let's see what he say. Book of Jeremiah, reading verses 1 and 2. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 33, verse 1 and 2. And then verses 24 to 26. Verse 1 says, Moreover, the word of Yahweh came unto Jeremiah the second time, while he was yet shut up in the court of prison, saying, 2. Thus says Yahweh, the maker thereof, Yahweh, that formed it. To establish it, Yahweh is his name. Verse number 24. 24 says, Considerest thou not what his people have spoken, what his people have spoken, saying, The two families which Yahweh had chosen, he had ever cast, had he ever cast them off? Thus they have despised my people that they should be no more a nation, 25. Thus saith the Yahweh, if my covenant be not with day and night, and if I have not appointed the ordinance of the heaven and earth, 26, then I will cast away the seed of Israel and David, my servant, so that I will not take any of his seed to be rulers over the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, for whom I will cause their captivity to return and have mercy on them. So you the man says, he's the only way that anybody else can knock off the children of the 12 tribes of Israel they got to knock off heaven and earth and everything. Got to knock off everything. The only one for be talking, the Bible, according to what he told Jeremiah, is the children of Israel. There is the vehicle that drives the steering wheel when it comes down to the Bible. He said, only way a change or alteration will be made if you can remove the elements up in the air and, and on beneath. If you can move them elements out the way, then he said, well, I guess you did all that. You, whatever you want, you got it then. You can do all that. But guess what? You cannot do that. That means the only reason why you're not doing it is because you've been manipulated. And we've got to let you know it's time for your pastor to make a change. For why? keep on doing 
what the man wants. I need a precept. Hold that for my mother. I got to get a precept. He said, yeah, see, sounds good. pretty good, but get a precept on that. Hey, mother, we know you're holding something, but put that down, and I'll get a precept in Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3. How about a precept, mother, just make sure. Another friend said, yeah, see, you, you, you're talking good, but why don't you precept that to Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3? Let's see if we get a priest. Come on, Isaiah 55, 1, 2, and 3. Book Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1, 2, and 3. Book Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1, 2, and 3. Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1, 2, and 3. Verse 1. Ho, everyone that thirsts, come ye to the water. And he that had no money, come eat, buy, and eat. He come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hearken guilty unto me. And eat ye, eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Verse 3. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the true mercies of David. So, so make it plain in verse 6, mother. So, Mother, go ahead and make it plain, Mother, verse 6. Verse 6. Okay. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 6. Seek you, seek you, the Yahweh, why, why he well, made the sound. Seek ye, I got this mark too. Seek ye, the Yahweh. Where he may be found, call ye upon him while he is near. So you, you see, you see, he's saying he's a seeking why he can be found. He said he he can be found. He's a seeking. Matter of fact, uh, how do you seek him now? Hey, you know, give me a precept. Hey, mother, meet me in Amos chapter five, verse one, four, six, and fourteen. How can you seek the Almighty right now? Let's preach up the Bible and find out. Let's go to Acts 26. Let's go to Acts 13, 26. Let's find out in 37. Let's find out how do you seek him now? How can you seek him for he can be found? How do you do it? Let's preach up our Bible in Acts 13, 26 and 27. Let's see if we can get an answer. How do we seek him now? How do we find out mighty one right now? What seek we find out right now? We're going to Acts 13, 26, and 27. Now, what does it say? The book of Acts, chapter 13, reading verses 26 and 27. 26 says, Men and brethren, children of the stock of Abraham, and whosoever among you fears Yahweh, to you is the word, of salvation sent. 27. For they that dwelleth in Jerusalem 
and their rulers because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the seers, which are read every Sabbath day. They have fulfilled them and condemned him. You see that? He said, seek him how, why he can be found. He said, because the only voice that is close to mine is in 26-27. The voice of the seer that is read every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day you hear the voice of the seer. And that's the closest thing you're going to get to your mighty one. According to verse 27, he says, the voice of the seal will be read every Sabbath day. That means Friday night, Saturday night, you hear the voice of the seer, and really you hear the voice of your mighty one because he speaks through the seer. That's how he operates. That's, read again. Read that verse 27 one more time, Elder. Because this is how he operates. If he got something to say, let's show you how he operates. Matter of fact, hold that point. Put a mark on that here. Let's back up to 12, verse 10 of Hosea. Let's see if this is a precept with that, how he operates. See, you've got to know how he operates. Because a lot of times you want to get a word through, don't have to preach to tell you anything. Just tell him, show me in the Bible where all this you saying I can read. Look what's read in Hosea 12, verse 10. What's read to Elder? 12, verse 10 of Hosea. In the book of Hosea, reading chapter 12, looking at verse number 10, says, I have also spoken by the seers, and I have multiplied visions and used similitudes by the ministry of the seers. He said, I've also spoken by the seers. That's how he said he speaks. That's how he speaks to the seers. Then the seers tell the elders what he's talking about, and the elders tell the teachers. And the teachers tell the fathers, the mothers, and the mothers tell the children. That's the protocol. When he got something to say, he's going to get to the seer. And all the seer is going to do is a 927 of 1st Samuel. That's all. Now remember, all the seer is going to do is 1st Samuel. 927. Let's see what Sierra gonna do. In the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 9, looking at verse 27, says 1 Samuel 927. 27 says, As they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Did the servants pass us? Passed on before us, and he passed on. But stand thou still, stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of Yahweh. You see that? You see, he told the king to me, he's a fast still, king, but I may show you the word of the mighty one. That's all the seer's job is doing, is show you the word of the mighty one. Precept on precept, line up on line. Hear a little bit and dare a little bit for what you can read in the book of Isaiah. Precept on precept, line up on line. Hear a little bit and dare a little bit. That's how he operates. Now let's look at WCC says. 
Now, what can we read that at? The World Catholic <laughs> Church said, what can we read that at? Okay. Okay, what not? What not, Elder? That's in the book of Isaiah, um, chapter 28, verse number 10, I think. Excellent. All right, bring it up. 9 and 10. Bring it up, Elder. Excellent. Hey, that's what the Elder book. So the WCC, the World Catholic Church said, what can we read that at? Okay, well, we'll read it. Uh, Elder brought it out, and Elder going to deliver. See, Elder doing what Elder folks do. Let's see, let's see what we can read that. That this is how you got, you, you must precept your Bible. Verse 9 and 10, come on, Elder, bring it out. Verse 9 says, Whom shall he teach knowledge? And whom shall he make to understand doctrine? Them that are weaned from the milk and torn from the breast. Ten. For precept must be on precept. Precept upon precept. Lying upon mine. Here a little. There a little. He said you must precept your Bible. So if any preacher stand before you, whatever you come to the Bible study class before the preacher take over, whoever stand before you, you must precept your Bible. You got to go here a little bit and there a little bit. You got to have two witnesses. They must precept your Bible. Then we go to Psalms 119, verse 4 and 104. It tells us something. If we don't do it this way, the angel came from heaven and looked David eyeball to eyeball and said, David, if they do not precept the Bible, Let's see what he got written in Psalms 119, verse 4, and 104. Psalms 119, verse number 4, and 104. 4 says, Thus thou thus commanded us to keep thy precept diligently. 104. It says, By thy precept I gain understanding. Therefore I hate every false way. By the precepts you get understanding. And if you don't precept the Bible, it's a false way. Mr. Preacher, one that got their license at Moody, Moody never taught you how to precept your Bible. So all the ones you got the degrees going to these seminaries, if you don't precept your Bible, it's a false way. You got to precept your Bible. You got to go here a little bit and there a little bit. You got to have two witnesses, connect the book, inform the people what he's saying and what he's not saying. Always quote him. If you do it any other kind of way, according to Romans 3, verse 4, what he say, Elder, in Romans 3, verse 4? What, what do he say in Romans 3, verse 4? Okay, in the book of uh, Romans. Chapter 3, looking at verse number 4. 4 says, Yahweh forbid ye, let Yahweh be true, but every man is a liar, as is written, that the Almighty be justified. Let the Almighty be true, and every man is a liar. So if you're not precepting your Bible, if you're the congregation, if you're not precepting your Bible, that man is standing for you is a liar. Because he's going to tell you what the other pastor said, 
the other pastors say he never can tell you what the man said out of the Bible. You must precept your Bible. You got to go here a little bit. You got to go there a little bit. If you don't do it, you're a liar. That's what he said. See? Now, Mother is already holding the verse of Luke, chapter 4, verse 12, out of verse 17. Now we're going to see what it says, Mother. Luke, chapter 4, 12, out of verse 17. Take your time, Mother. It's only 900,000 plus and counting on the international side. You've got to precept your Bible. Anybody stand before you, let the Bible interpret the Bible. Go here a little bit and there a little bit. Well, if you don't know the answer, then you tell them, you're seeking you busy one of the six and on the camps and sit down and learn and mm-hmm. teach us right. We'll pay your tithes, free will offer, and your donations. But listen, I ain't going to send my people, my love wants to hell because my mother didn't know, my granddaddy didn't know, but now I know. And once you know, hey, Mother E, I mean, Elder, once you know what it says in 925 of St. John, Elder, what it says, what it says once you know in 925 of St. John. In the book of St. John, chapter 9, looking at verse 25. 25 says, he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I I know that, whereas I was blind, now I see. See, you have to come clean. Look in the mirror. You were blind like Oprah was blind, but now you see. It's up to you. Your pastor might be your husband, might be your wife. But if you got to say, listen, according to the Bible, we teach it wrong. Listen, I don't want to be bumped in the fire because that could be eternal Jews. That could be a turn into the kingdom. So if we wrong, not, I remember my mother say, uh, a member said to one of the mothers that was in um, a Christian church, she said, Mother, uh, your slipper's hanging. She turned to thank you, daughter, and pull a slip up. Some people love information. They don't get mad because, listen, if you get mad, if you learn the truth, how to save yourself and everybody around you, you're supposed to embrace that. But if you find you've been taught wrong and you don't want to make suggestions, that's on you. But our job is to show you what the Bible's saying. And Mother getting rid of it. Now, when the son came from heaven, tired for his ministry, let's see what he did that we can read. Luke chapter 4, 12 out of verse 17. Let's see what's going on, Mother. Take your time and do your part, Mother. You come on. Luke chapter 4, verse 17. Luke chapter 12. Oh, 17. Figure verse 12. Figure verse 12 out of 17. Luke chapter 4, 12 out of verse 17. Take your time there, Mother, and do your part. Come on. The book of Luke chapter 4. Verse 12 to 17. Luke chapter 4, verse 12. And Yahweh answered, saying unto him, It, it is said, Thus shall not tempt the Yahweh, your Yahweh. 13. And when the devil had in it all the tempted, temptation, he, well, well, hold on a minute, Mother. Hey, Mother, hold on a minute. 
Are you looking at Luke 4, 12? Are you looking at Luke 4, verse 12? I'm looking at 4, verse 12. Okay. Let me, let me peep at it and make sure we're right now. That's uh, 4, verse 12. Okay. That's, that's good. You, you're on point. You're doing right. You skip down to verse 14. Make it 14. That's for time said we skip down to verse 14. Now, now he's been tipped by the devil. Devil, I'm trying his best to shake him up real good. So he on pass the test now. Skip down to verse 14, down to verse 17. What happened next? Okay. Luke chapter 4. Listen. Verse 14. 14. 14 to 17. 14 to 17. Luke chapter 12. Luke chapter 4, verse 14 to 17, verse 14. And Yahweh returned in the power of the Spirit unto Galilee. And there went out a thing of him throughout all this region round about <coughs> 15. And he taught in the synagogue, being glorified of all. 16, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. 17, and there was delivered unto him the book of the seal, Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found this place where it was written. Mm-hmm. So when he, so when he went to, I just use a modern word now called a church, which means children of Israel. It was a church. He uh, still to read. He asked for the book of Isaiah. So, so he wasn't a New Testament Christian either, was he? So when he got there to the worship place, he asked for the book of Isaiah. And still have to read the book of Isaiah. And 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 what did he do in verse twenty and twenty one after he got to read the book of Isaiah? Hey mother. He was reading the book of Isaiah, so what did he what did he do after he got to read the book of Isaiah in verse twenty and twenty one? Luke chapter four, verse twenty and twenty one. Verse twenty. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue temple were fastened on him. 21. And he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ear. He said, look here, what I'm reading you in out of the book of, of Isaiah, I have fulfilled what I said. What I said to Isaiah, I just fulfilled it. So we ain't going to read that neither. But back up, mother, in Matthew chapter 7. But he did talk. See, they got him mixed up. This man talked pretty good. Look what he says. In the seventh chapter of Matthew, look, look what he says in the seventh chapter, verse 21. 
down to verse 23. Let's see, let's see what he says, Mother E. Let's see how he talks in Matthew 7, verse 21 down to 23. Then skip down to 29, 28 and 29. Let's see how he talks, Mother. We're going to see how he talks. Now, he really, he's at the temple site in his days, 2,000 years ago. He's still talking. Let's see what he says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 21 down to verse 23. And twenty-eight and twenty-nine. How you talk, mother? Come on. Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty-one to twenty-three, and twenty-eight to twenty-nine. Matthew chapter seven, verse twenty-one. Not everyone that says unto me, Yahweh, Yahweh, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Verse 22. Many will say to me in that day, Yahweh, Yahweh, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonders, wonderful works. 23. Then will I profess unto them, I never know you, Depart from me, ye that work in iniquity, meaning uh, 28. And it comes to pass, when Yahweh had ended these things, the people were astonished at his doctrine. Verse 29. Well, he taught them as one having authority and not as a scribe. He didn't teach you about joy or saying teaches. He wasn't teaching you trying to put you to sleep. When he tell you about him and his father going on fishing trips and all that. You know, he taught you with authority. Not like the regular people. He taught you with to um hell. He taught you fifty eight verse one of Isaiah. That's how he taught you. Isaiah fifty eight, one, two and three. No, make it make it exactly. I'll tell you what. Yeah, give me 58, 1, 2, and 3. Let's see what he says in Isaiah 58, 1, 2, and 3, Elder. And we'll get a precept out of that. See, when the mighty one talked, he talked with authority. Now, we want to precept that a little bit to the 58 chapter, verse 1, 2, and 3 of Isaiah. Elder, what does it say? Then we're going to go do some, uh, some Zephaniah 2. We're going to get a precept on that. What he says. And the 15th chapter of Isaiah 1, 2, and 3. Isaiah chapter 58, reading verses 1 to verse number 3. 1 says, Cry aloud, spare not. Lift up thy voice like a trumpet, and show thy people their transgressions, and the family of Israel their sins. 2. Let them seek me daily, and delight to know my ways as a nation that did righteousness and forsook not the ordinance of their Yahweh. They asked of me the ordinance of justice. They take delight in approaching to Yahweh. Three, wherefore have we fasted, saying, they and thou seest not. Wherefore have we afflicted our souls, and thou takest no knowledge. Behold, in the day of ye, 
you find pleasure and extract all your labors. Mm-hmm. So, you say they go to worship, but they, they don't come back with no knowledge at all. And who is he talking about in, in Romans 10, 1, 2, and 3? Who is he talking about that we can read? Who is that when they come back from worshiping, they have no knowledge? Who is he talking about in Romans 10, 1, 2, and 3? Romans chapter 10, looking at verses 1, 1 says, Brothers, my mind's desire and prayers to Yahweh for Israel is that they might be saved. Two, for I bear them record that they have a zeal of Yahweh, but not according to knowledge. Three, for they being ignorant of Yahweh's righteousness, and going about to establish their own righteousness, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of Yahweh. Hmm. Uh, who he says prayers is for again? And who did he say is prayer? Now he over in Rome now. What did he just say? His, that he pray his prayer is is two according to ten verse one L. Okay. Reading that verse again, it says, Brothers, my mind's desire and prayers to Yahweh for Israel is that they may be saved. Hey, that's you, hey, hey, Elder, have you ever heard that verse read in any Christmas, Judaism, or working place? That Paul's prayer is to the mighty one for the Israelites to be saved. That is his prayer. <laughs> Read that again. Then again, once three, one more time, just tell the mass notice what church you heard that verse read at 10 1. Reading verse 1 again. Brothers, my mind desires. And prayer to Yahweh for Israel is that they might be saved. No church. Now, where you heard that is? No church, no pastor. No church. No church will read that verse. They'll read past like a play. They ain't going to talk about it. They ain't going to stop and talk about it. They'll read. Now look, now look at that. The Roman Catholic the committee board out of New York, big Timothy Dolan committee board. Here, you got to give me a precept on that. Oh yeah, a precept on that. Let's go to Romans chapter nine, Elder, one through five. Let's give me a precept. Precept on that. Let's go to Romans chapter 9, verse 1 down to verse 5. Let's get uh, the Roman Catholic Church out of New York a precept. 9, 1 through 5. What does it say? Book of Romans, chapter 9, reading verses 1 to verse number 5. 1 says, I say the truth 
in Yahweh the Son. I lie not. My conscience also bearing me witness in the righteous that I have great heaviness and continual sorrow in my mind. Three, for I could not wish that myself were accused a curse. A curse. A curse. Read that again. I could not wish that myself were a curse from the Aquata Son for my brothers and my kinsmen according to the flesh. Verse four, four and five. Who, four. who is Paul's brothers according to four and five? Who is your brother, Paul, four and five? Paul says, Who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory of the covenant? Glory, covenant, and the giving of the law, and the they service give, of the law, and the promise, and the promise. And what else? Five. And? Five. Whom? Of the fathers, and whom of concerning the flesh of Yahweh the Son came, who is over all Yahweh blessed forever. Hallelujah. So, what's left the children of Israel didn't get? According to verse 9, what they didn't get? He says, um, he says in verse 3, what is called with that. Myself was a curse from the mighty one for my brothers, my kinsmen, according to the body, the flesh. Paul, who is your kinfolk? Verse 4. Who are Israelites who attained the adoption? They got the name changed. And the glory and the covenant, they got the covenant. And the giving of the law, they won't go tell about the Bible. And the service of the mighty one and the promise. So what's left? What did the children of Israel did not get? Everything that's in this book, it was given to the children of Israel. That's so I see why the WCC is not going to tell you that. Because everything was given to the children of Israel. And verse 5, who are the fathers and who concern the blood, the Almighty Son came, who is over all mighty one, blessed forever. So here's the point. If the children of Israel got everything, and then according to the body, he came to the children of Israel. He came to the children of Israel in the body. Look at WC. What can we read that at? What do you mean, what can you read that at? <laughs> they came to the children of Israel. Uh, let's find out. Um, hey, Mother E. Let's see if we find out what it, um, that he came to the children of Israel. Let's see if we go to Michael, chapter 5. Let's see what Michael the Seer said. That's what I want to hear. I want Michael chapter 5. Let's 
the WCC, the World Council of Churches, say they worked in the reading. He came to the children of Israel. What can you read that? It's in the Bible. Um, one thing we do know, the game says it's going to be on this broadcast. But we, we got a problem with it. We're just going to tell you what the Bible's saying. So now, what is the Bible saying? Let's go to Michael chapter 5, mother. And we'll look at verse 1, 2, and 3. Let's see if we can find out. And um, Elder, give me Amos 9, verse 7. And have me Jeremiah 14, verse 2, waiting on. Amos 9, verse 7. And Jeremiah 14, verse 2. Hey, wait no me. This is for the WCC World Council of Church. Hey, mother, what it says in Micah chapter five, one, two, and three. Book of Micah chapter five, <clears throat> verse one, two, and three. Verse one. Now gather thyself in truth, O daughter of truth. He he has laid siege against us. They shall smite the judges of Israel, but they. Broad upon the sheep, verse 2. But thou, Bethlehem, be retarded, though thou be little among thousands of Judah. Yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth shall be from, from of old, from everlasting. Verse 3. And, and, and what are you going to do in verse 3, mother? I'm going to read you again. And what are you going to do in verse 3? Let's see, did this happen? Verse 3. Verse 3. Therefore, did he give them up until the time that he which prevail have brought forth, then the remnant of his brethren shall return unto his children. Of oh, so he he, he gonna he gonna give him up, mother. So he said, "Now what? He, now Michael is right. What he gonna do? He gonna come. He gonna teach. He gonna give him up. But what tribe is he coming down to teaching in? And verse two again, mother. What according to Michael the seer? Now Michael been told from the angel from heaven that is a man coming. He's going to come down to a specific tribe, but he's going to give them up. What tribe is he coming down to, Mother, according to verse 2 again? Read verse 2. Uh, Micah chapter 5, verse 2. But thus, Bethlehem, he returned. Though thou be low among the thousands of people, yet out of thee shall he come hmm. forth. Unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose going forth have been from from of old, from everlasting. Oh, so mother, according to what we read in Micah chapter three, verse five, verse two, he's coming down. The angel came from heaven, the third heaven, and tell Michael the fear to write it down that you will have a savior that will come 
and get you on your feet first. Then he's going to leave and give you up. But he comes down to the tribe of Judah. Mm-hmm. Now, now, the letter of these things says, see, that's very interesting. Can you show us a little bit more on that? Uh, Mother, give me Matthew chapter 2. Now, so now we clear. We come down to the tribe of Judah. We clear about that. Now, who is this he talking about? We're going to precept the Bible to Matthew chapter 2. And we're going to look at verse 1. Let's see what's going on in 2 verse 1, Mother. Matthew chapter 2 verse 1. Now, when Yahweh was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the day of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, to Yahweh Judah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, when he was born in Bethlehem of Judah, that's what Judea means, Judah, then, uh, what happened next in verse 2, mother? Let's, let's take a look at this. What happened in verse 2? Verse 2. Then, where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his stars in the east and are come right. to worship him. To worship him. Listen, where is he that was born king of Judah? That, that was the main word you mean. <laughs> so they, we come to worship him. We see the stars from the east and we come to worship him. Listen, where is he at? Now, what happened in verse 3, Mother? Verse 3. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all that Judah with him. Oh, so when Herod heard this, it's going to be somebody going to take his place being king over Judah, he was troubled. So he called all the wise men and signatures, he was troubled. He said, y'all better tell me something, tell me something now. Especially the ones on my payroll, I'm hearing the wise men come out of the east saying, it's worthy to be born king of Judah. So we come to worship him. And Herod the king, he got very upset. He said, look at all the big dignitaries on my payroll. You better come tell me something and tell me something now. What happened next? Verse 4. Verse 4, and when he had gathered all the chief priests and sides of the people together, he demanded of them where Yahweh should be gone. He commanded them to tell me. He said, listen, Kate, you on my payroll? You tell me there's another king to come and bump me off in Rome and put me in position? Y'all better talk to me and talk to me now. And where the next mother? Verse five. Verse five. And they said unto him, Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the seer. Bethlehem, Bethlehem of Judah. Judah. Judea only said, watered our word for Judah. He says, and Bethlehem Judah, because mm-hmm. it was written by the seer. So they knew the book. And we just got to read in, in the fifth chapter that he was coming down to the tribe of Judah. 
So listen, Mr. Priest. We do know where he come from. We do have an image on him. We know he's coming down through the tribe of Judah. So whatever Judah looked like, that's what he looked like. Yet all the nations in the world are picked. He told the seer that he's coming down through the tribe of Judah. Harry got upset and said, listen, y'all better tell me something and tell me now. They say it's written by the, the seer. And Michael chapter 5, he's coming down through the tribe of Judah. <laughs> but he was going to give them up. So now, now the elder could tell us, now, Mother, give me 2818. Had it waiting on Mr. Dollar, verse 20. Because he said he's going to give them up. Let's just read. Let's read that first, Mother. Now, let's see when, he, when was he going to give them up. Let's read that. He said he's going to give them up. Let's read that in Matthew 28, verse 18 and 20. Let's find out about him giving them up. What do you mean by what do you mean by he was going to give them up? But he's going to teach them first. Then he was going to give them up. That was Micah chapter five verse three. Let's see the precept on that in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen down to verse twenty. What he says in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen down to verse twenty. Let's see him. Giving them up. Come on. Matthew chapter 28, verses 18 to 20. Verse 18. And Yahweh came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Son and of the righteous spirit. Verse 20. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So Jared go to teach him. He told the twelve, your job is to go teach all nations. <clears throat> your job is to be the teacher. Not the Christian, not Islam, not Judaism. The twelve apostles, which is all Israelites, he is the teacher of the Bible. And they were to teach all nations. Now, Elder, give me a precept on that in Acts chapter 1, verse number 5, and we'll keep reading until we get our point. So I'm going to get a precept on that, on that Elder, Acts chapter 1, verse 5, and we'll keep reading until we get our point. So we, we found out he was going to give them up. I want to know what any questions asked about, he said, now you go teach all nations. And we read he's going to give them up. So where was he going to give them up? But he said, I will be with you. We're going to find out how he's going to be with you. Hey, Mother, have me um, 12, 14 of St. John. Write it down. I have the waiting on me. 12, 14. Let's see how the Almighty going to be with you. We're going to read in St. John 12, 14. How is the Almighty going to be with you to the end of the earth? We're going to find out by Mother. 
and St. John 12, 14. Make a note of it. Be back soon, mother. Now, help. in Acts chapter 1, Peter verse 5, let's read a little bit. Now, he says he's going to give them up. But you're going to be with them to the end of the world. Let's find out what was the conversation they said after they heard that in 1 verse 5. And we'll keep reading until we get our point. Come on. In the book of Acts, chapter 1, starting at verse number 5, 5 says, For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the righteous spirit, not many days hence. 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Yahweh, but thou at this time throw again the kingdom to Israel? Seven, and he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times of the seasons which the Father had put in his own power. Eight, but ye shall receive the power after that the righteous spirit is come upon you, and ye shall be witness unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Nine. And when he had spoken these things, while they beheld, he was taken up, and a cloud received him out of their sight. Ten. And when they looked steadfastly toward heaven as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in the white apparel. In white apparel. Eleven which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? At this time, Yahweh the Son, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven. Uh, read well, verse 6 again. Read verse 6 again. Verse, hey, hey, hold that point. Hey, 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 now, have me my Adam and Eve, chapter 10, 1, 2, 8, waiting on me, mother. Now, now find me my Adam and Eve, chapter 10, 1, 2, 8. Because watch what Peter asked. Peter's going to ask a question. What did Peter say in 1, verse 6? Peter's the chief speaker of the nation of Israel. Now, he's going to say something to the mighty one going back to him. I know we know you got uh 12, St. John 12, verse 14. I, I know that, mother. Put that to the side for a minute. I want you to have me, Adam and Eve, 10, 1 through 8, waiting on me, mother. And accept that to the 14th chapter 2, down in verse 6. I want to have that. See, we got to always follow the numbers, uh, the righteous spirit. He said, now it's time to bring in Adam and Eve. Chapter 10, 1 through 8, then the first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 14, 2 down to verse 6. Now it's time to bring that in, mother. After the elder read 1 verse 6. Come on, elder, 1 verse 6 says what? Verse number 6 says, When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Yahweh, wilt thou at this time restore again? The kingdom to Israel? He said, 
they asked the question, are you going to restore at this time the kingdom to Israel? Because Israel had a kingdom. And he said, it's not for you to know. So he's not for you to know right now. But it is for you to know if you search the scripture. Now, mother's going to go to the first book of Adam and Eve, 10, 1 down to verse 8. And let's find out. That may be a question that Adam asked the same thing. Let's see what, the, what is the response to Adam and Eve in the 10th chapter, verse 1 down to verse 8. Hey, Mother Eve, what, what is there we can read in the first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 10, 1 down to verse 8? The first book of Adam and Eve, chapter 10, verse 1 to 8. Verse 1. Then Yahweh, merciful and gracious, looked upon them, thus lying in the water at night unto death, and sent an angel who brought them out of the water and laid them on the sea shore as dead. Verse 2. Then the angel went up to Yahweh, was welcomed, and said, O Yahweh, that creature has breath their last, breathe their last. Verse 3. Then Yahweh sent his word unto Adam and Eve, who raised them from their dead. Verse 4. And Adam said, and Adam said, after he was raised, O Yahweh, while we were in the garden, we did not require our care for this water. But since we came to this land, we cannot do without it. Verse 5. Then Yahweh said unto Adam, Why thou was under my command and was and was a bright angel. Thus knoweth not this water. Verse 6. But after that, they had transgressed my commandment. Thus can not do without water. Wherein to wash their body and make it grow. For it is now like that of beef and is in want of water. Verse 7. Then Adam and Eve heard those words from Yahweh. They wept at they wept a bitter cry. And Adam entered and treated Yahweh to let him return into the garden and look at it. A second time. <laughs> Verse 8. But Yahweh said unto Adam, I have made thee a promise. When, thou, when that promise is fulfilled, I will bring thee, I will bring thee back into the garden there and thou righteous seed. You see that? Now look at that. So, so Adam, the same thing that Peter asked, he asked him, yeah, I want to come back 
to the garden. I didn't want to go up, up in the way and get eagles wings up in the air because that's, that's bad teaching. See, Adam knew that when you woke, when, when you all woke back up, going to the kingdom, that you was with just a guard. Not only you, your righteous teach the one that's right. So when your preachers teach about plural, somebody went past the stars, moon, and sky, that's bad teaching. Adam didn't tell you, didn't say, I want to go uh, past the stars, moon, and sky. No. He said, uh, I want to go back to the garden. He said, no, nah, I got a timeline on you going back to the garden, Adam. And you going and your right to see. See, that's what we're going back to is the garden. We're not going up, up in the way. We're not going to be raptured away out of here. See, that's again, that's bad teaching again. Now, precept that mother to the 14th chapter, 2 down to verse 6. Then we're going to bring mother, mother Z in to give a commentary on a ninth lesson. And the 14th chapter, see, the people of the Bible know that when we raise back up, it's not no three-year, seven-year rap. You ain't going nowhere. You was, raised, you was born here, and if you make it, you're going back to the kingdom along with your righteousness. But if you don't, we're going to show you where you're going to be at. Matter of fact, Elder, you might, you might let us know where, where we're going to be at, Adam. I mean, and 66, 24, if we don't do it, if we don't get it right, the Elder going to let you know where you're going to be at after you raise back up according to the seer and 66, 24 of the book of Isaiah. Elder going to make it real plain where you going to be at if you don't get this right. See, if you don't get this right, this is where you're going to be at, and Elder going to bring it out. Sure. Uh, mother, what it, what it reads in the, with a precept of Adam and Eve 14, 2 down to verse 6, what does it say? The book of Adam Eve, chapter 14, verses 2 to 6. Verse 2, but Yahweh, the Yahweh said to Adam, Verily I said unto thee, This darkness will pass on thee. Every day I have determined for thee until the fulfillment of my covenant. When I will save thee and bring thee back again into the garden, into the a day, a day of life by longness for wherein is no darkness. I will bring thee to it in the kingdom of heaven. Verse 3. And said, Yahweh unto Adam. Again, said Yahweh unto Adam. All this misery that thy has been made to take upon thee because of thy transgression will not free thee will not free thee from the hand of Satan and will not save thee. But folks, but I will when I shall come down from heaven and shall become blood of thy seed, and take upon me, and fear me, 
from which thy suffer. Then the darkness that come upon thee in this cave shall come upon me in the grave when I am in the flesh of thy feet. Verse 5. And I, who, who am without years, shall be subjected to thee. Watching, reckon a year of time, a month, and a day, and I shall be reckoned as one of the sons of man in order to save thee. Verse 6. And Yahweh ceased to commune with Adam. Hmm. So, 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 through a lot of day saints that are Utah here, can you give me one more precept on that? Hmm. Uh, Mother, give me 2614, Mother. Same book, Adam and Eve. Same book of Adam and Eve. Let's uh, tap out the latter-day saints out of Utah. Committee board. 26, verse 14, Mother. What does it say? Adam and Eve. The book of Adam and Eve, chapter 26, verse 14. But I cannot, not, but I cannot alter the covenant. That I have gone, that has gone out of my mouth. Else would I have brought thee back into the garden. You see that, mother? <laughs> so you see, the covenant is, is to bring them back into the garden. That's the kingdom of heaven. That's the kingdom of heaven. It's the garden. Dignitaries all over the world. It's not a rapture up, up and away. The kingdom. Of the Almighty is the garden with Adam and Eve come. One more time, Mother. Give me four two one two six. Do we bring Mother in? Let's go to four two Mother one two six. Let's just let's just let's just pound it just one more time. And go to Adam and Eve forty two Mother one two six. And you're doing a marvelous job, you and Elder. Y'all taking care of business. See, we've been taught wrong. We we thinking about some rapture coming. We leaving here. We're not going to see no destruction. No. They are going to show you exactly where you're going to be at if you don't get this right. He's going to show you in 6624 of Isaiah. Now, Mother, read 42, 1 through 6. What does it say? Adam and Eve, 42, 1 through 6. What does it say, Mother? The book of Adam and Eve, chapter 46, 42, 1 through 6. Verse 1, then came the word of Yahweh to Adam and said unto him, verse 2, O Adam, as to what thou sayest, bring, bring me into a land where there is rest. It is not another land than this, but it is the kingdom of heaven where alone that is rest. Verse 3. But thus can not make thy entrance into it as self. But only after that judgment is passed and fulfilled. But folks, 
Then will I make thee go up into the kingdom of heaven. There and thy righteousness and thy righteous seed. And I will give thee and them the rest thus put back. And if thou and if thus said it, give me of the water of life that I may drink and live. It cannot be this day, but on the day that I shall descend into hell and break the gate of bread and lose in pieces the kingdom of iron. Verse 6. Then will I in mercy save thy soul and the souls of the righteous to give them rest in my garden and that and that shall be when the end of the world is come. Ain't that some extra, mother? So, mother, so now you see, mother, the rest. He said he got to take care of some business by coming down. And when he comes down, he's going to take care of the business. At the end of all the business to be taken care of, you have rest that you want in my God, not up, up in the way. Mr. Preacher, stop telling the people say loved one is up, up in the way where we going later on. That's not true, Mr. Preacher. Everybody in the ground that's going to be in the ground, and when they woke up, when they wake back up, they're going into the garden, the kingdom of heaven on earth. Mr. Preacher, <laughs> they free will often, and they can, and you're lying to them. Come and learn. Call two two four six zero zero five five seven nine. We'll help you. Help your people. Help yourself. And help your people. We don't mind doing. That's our job to do that. Now, now, if you don't get it right, preacher, listen to what Isaiah will say by the elder and sixty six verse twenty four. What do we elder? Isaiah sixty six twenty four. Elder, Mr. Tills, what do you read? Isaiah 66, verse 24. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 66, verse number 24 says, And they shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of men that have transgressed against me. For their worm shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched. And they shall be on a hoarding unto all flesh. He said, you're going you, you gonna to be able to go and look at the lake of fire. People in the lake of fire, you'll be able to go forward and look on the carcasses, meaning the bodies of the people that sin against me. You'll be, able to, you'll be able to go and look directly at them, your loved ones, or even that preacher that's been lying to you. That lake of fire going to be on earth too. If you're going to be able to walk out and see your loved ones Burning in that fire, but not keeping the song, not keeping what's written in his Bible. There we go. Isaiah 66, 24. Still, you've got to give me a precept on that. 
Hi, Elder. Let's get a preacher up on that. We can bring Mother in behind this one. Let's go to Mark chapter 9, 42 down to verse 50. And, and Mother E, be prepared to uh, deliver the knockout blow. Let's get, let's get a WCC, World Council Churches, a precept. Mark chapter 9, 42 down to verse 50, on the right side of the book. Now, he come in the body. Let's see all the end thing he, he, he said to Isaiah. Isaiah 9. Four two out of verse fifty and Mother E, you the next Mother Z, you the next thing on the clock. Come on. Isaiah chapter nine, reading forty two to verse number fifty. Forty two says, And who shall whoever and whosoever shall send one of these little ones that believeth in me? It is better for him that a millstone be hanged up around his neck. Then he were cast into the sea. 43. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It's better for you to enter into maimed than having two hands going into hell, into the fire that never shall be quenched. 44. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 45. And if thy foot offend thee, cut it off. For it's better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell, into fire that shall never be quenched. 46. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 47. And if thy eye offend thee, pluck it out. For it's better for thee to go into the kingdom of Yahweh with one eye, in having two eyes and be cast into hellfire. 48. Where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. 49. For every one that shall be salted with fire, and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. 50. Salt is good, but if the salt have lost its saltiness, where would ye season it? Have salt in yourselves, and have one piece, one with another. You see, you say, you tell you again. You say, you're going to fire where the worm's going to be on you. Fire ain't going to, not only that, he's going to put worms on you too. He's going to have the worms immortal. The fire's going to be burning you up, you're going to be hollering, and worms going to be biting on you forever. Listen, cake don't even taste that good, do it? You mean you want to risk going to the fire Worms on you, fire got you for for eternity. You mean that preacher walk that while you keeping Sunday? You mean you on roll and go to the fire? Worms in the fire, fire burning, and the people gonna hear you crying forever. See, nine. You sure you want to keep continue doing Sunday? Huh? That is right there. So we're gonna bring Mother Z in. Mother Z gonna give a commentary on the night episode take number sixty six or oh, whatever the Almighty put on her to do. So we need another mother out of Camp One, Mother Z, Tribal Yacht God Judah, one of the mothers out of Camp One. Hey Mother Z, Yahweh bid you have seen right. Yahweh bless you see of Israel a royal seed. Hallelujah Yahweh. Hallelujah, Father, Mother, Mother Z. Now, Mother Z, isn't it worth going into the fire? 
burning all up with worms and all that on you forever. You mean Sunday and all the riches of Sunday isn't worth it? Whatever Yahweh gives you to say, you're the clock. Come on. Uh, no, it isn't. Not to me. It's not worth it. <laughs> okay, uh, and I'm going to read. Uh, okay, I, I'm I'm sorry. I misunderstood what you said. See it. Uh, and I'm going to read. No, you asked uh, me great. You asked me great. You asked me right. No, you asked it correctly. I mean, hey, I, I mean, I don't know. But go ahead. You're on the clock. Come on. Uh, I'm going to read in St. John chapter 7. I'm going to start reading that, verse 1. Verse 1. After these things, Yahweh walked in Galilee, for he would not walk in, I don't know if I'm supposed to say, Yadda Judah, he or Jews, because, because the Jews sought to kill him. Verse 2. Now the now the feast now the uh, let me say here now the feast now the yada now the yada Judas feast of tabernacle was at hand. Verse three, his brother therefore said unto him depart hither and go unto Yada Judah that that the disciples also may see thou works the work see the work that thou doest verse four for they for there is no for there is no man that do do anything in secret, and he himself seek to be known openly. If thou do these those things, seeing showing thyself, showing thyself to the world. Verse five. For, ne- for neither do his brother believe in him. Verse 6. Then Yahweh said unto them, My time is not your, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. I'm read verse two, 8 and then I'm going to stop. Verse 7. Worse than for me. Verse seven. Well, the, world, the world cannot. The world would. Can, the world cannot hate you, but me it hates because I testify of it that. The works therefore are that works therefore are evil. Verse eight. Go go ye up unto this feast. I I go not up yet 
unto the feast, for my time is not yet full, fully kept come. And it will say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
So, Mother, in Second Chronicles 31, 5 to 8, and the close statement, what does it say, Mother? Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 5 to 8. Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 5 to 8. Second Chronicles chapter 31, verses 5 to 8. Second Chronicles chapter 31, verse 5. And as soon as the commandments came abroad, they bore, they bore it. The children of Israel brought in a bundle, the first fruit of the corn, wine, and oil, and of honey, and of all the increase of the field, and the tithe of all that, of all things. Brought they in abundance. Verse 6. And, and concerning the children of Israel and Judah, and concerning the children of the Israel, the northern kingdom, and Judah, the southern kingdom, that dwelt in the city of Judah. They also brought in the tithe of ox and sheep and the tithe of righteous things which were consecrated unto the Yahweh, their Yahweh, and made them by heat. Verse 7. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heat and finished them in the seventh month. Verse 8. And when Hezekiah and the prince came and saw the heat, they blessed the Yahweh and his people Israel. See that? So when the king saw everything was going right, he blessed Yahweh because soon as the commandment came, what to do? On them feast days, they got ready. They got busy at it. And guess what? They got blessed by the Almighty. It's a blessing when we follow what the Bible says. So we're showing you the blessing is following the Bible. That's up to you. Hey, Mother E, phone statement to the Mars, 6 o'clock, you on the clock, come on. Thank you for praising Yahweh for the class. Thank you for praising Yahweh for the teachers and for the listeners. Thank you for praising Yahweh each and every one. Hallelujah. 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 That's right. And, and, and Mother, and Mother E.M. Mother Lisa, hold on. Don't give up. Hold on. Don't give up. We come and show you what this man says. If you want the man's blessing, this is what the man's so now, El Mustachil, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 and 6. Let's see the thing in Deuteronomy, El Mustachil, and Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 and 6. And then we're going to skip down to verse 11, down to verse 14, 
and 17 and 18. We're going to Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 1 and 6. Then skip down to 11 to 14 and 17 and 18. Come on, Elder, you on the clock. Come on, Elder. In the book of Deuteronomy, uh, chapter 8, verses 1 to 6, 11 to 14, one and, six. and 7. One and yeah, 1 six. and 6. 1 and 6. Come on. Deuteronomy, chapter 8, reading verse 1 and verse number 6. 1 says, All the commandments which I command ye this day shall ye observe to do that ye may live and multiply and go and possess the land which the Yahweh swear to your fathers. Verse number six says, Therefore thou shalt keep the commandments or Torah instructions of the Yahweh, Yahweh, and walk in his ways and to fear him. Verse number 11 to 14. 11 says, Beware that thou forget not the Yahweh, the Yahweh, and not keeping his commandments or Torah instructions and his judgments and his statutes, which I command you this day. Twelve, least thou when thou hast eaten and has built goodly houses and dwelt therein. Thirteen, and when thy herds and thy flocks multiply and thy silver and thy gold is multiplied and all that thou hast is multiplied. 14. Then thine mind be filled up, and thou forget the Yahweh, the Yahweh, which thou brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. 17 and 18. 17 says, And thou say in thy mind, My power is the might of mine hand, had gotten me this wealth. Thou swear, thou shalt remember the Yahweh, the Yahweh, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers, as it is this day. Let's go, let's go to Matthew 6, 1, 2, 3, 4. Matthew 6, 1, 2, 3, 4. In the book of uh, Matthew, chapter 6, reading verses 1 to verse number 4. Verse 1 says, Take heed that you do not your alms before men to be seen of them. Otherwise you have no reward of your Father which is in heaven. 2. Therefore, when thou doest thy alms, do not sound a trumpet before thee, as the hypocrites do in the synagogue of churches and the streets, that they may have glory of men. Verily, I say unto you, they have their reward. 3. But when thou doest arms. Let thy left hand know let thy, let thy left hand know that thy right hand doeth. Four. That time arms may be in secret and thy father shall reward thee openly. You said when you pay your tithe free will offer and donation don't let your left hand know what your right hand do. Just do what Yahweh give it to you. Look at the already put in your mind to do it. Let's go to Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, down to verse 12, Elder. Malachi 3, 
6 down to verse 12, what it say? Malachi 3, 6 down to verse 12. In the book of Malachi, chapter 3, reading 6 to verse number 12. 6 says, For I am the Yahweh, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Israel, you are not consumed. 7. Even from the days of your fathers, ye are going away from mine, mine ordinance, and have not kept them. Return unto me, and I will return to you, saith the Yahweh of hosts. But ye said, where and shall we return? Eight. Will I rob will a man rob Yaqua? Yet ye have robbed me. But ye say, Where have ye robbed me? Thee? And tithes and an offerings. Nine. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. Ten. Bring ye the tithes, all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be meat in mine house. And Prove me now, wherein saith the Yahweh of hosts, if I will not open the windows of thy of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive. Eleven. I will rebuke and devour for your sakes, shall not destroy the fruits of your ground, neither shall your vine cast her fruit before time in the field, saith the Yahweh of hosts. Twelve. And all nations shall call you blessed, for you shall be a delightsome land, saith the Yahweh of hosts. Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Your words have been stopped against me. That's good. That's good. Okay. So now it's good. 35. We'll wrap it up in 35 here. Uh, we'll reach you and get our corn. We're going to uh, Sarat 35, verse 1. Sarat 35. And we'll pick up verse number one. And the book of uh, Shirah. Thirty-five. Uh, let's read. Let's read a little okay. bit. Okay. Right right. See her doing some. See her doing some testing on me right now. Thirty-five. Verse number one. Reading a little bit. One says, "He keepeth the law, bringeth offerings enough." To he may take a heed of the commandment offered of peace offering. Two, he that requires a good return offer fine flour. He that giveth his arms sacrifice grace. To depart from wickedness is a thing pleasing to the Yahweh, and to forsake his unrighteousness is a population. population. Four, Thus thou shalt not appear empty before the Yahweh. Five, for all these things are to be done because of the command. Six, the offerings of the righteous maketh their arms, maketh their altar fat, and the sweet savor thereof is before the Most High. Seven, the sacrifice of a just man is acceptable, and the memorial thereof shall be never be forgotten. Give the Yaqua his honor with a goodbye, and diminish not the first fruits of thine hand. Nine, and all thy gifts show a cheerful countenance, and a delicate and a delicate thine ties with gladness. Ten, 
Give thee unto the Most High according as he had enriched thee. And thou hast gotten give with a cheerful eye. 11. For the Yahweh recompense and will give thee seven times as much. 12. Read the first level again. Hey, yo. Read verse 11 again, 11 and close the statement. Read verse 11 again, then skip down to 17 and 18 and close the statement. Read what Yahweh do. You can't beat him, give it. Verse 11, 17 and 18 and close the statement. It'll come out. Verse 11, for Yahweh recompense and will give these seven times as much. Verse 17. The prayer of the humble hears clouds. Until it come nigh, he will not be comforted and will not depart. So the Most High shall be whole to judge righteously and execute judgment. 18. For the Yahweh shall not be slack, neither will the mighty be patient toward them. Till he has smited the slumber of his loins and the unmerciful and repay vengeance to the heathen till he have taken away the multitude of the proud and broken the scepter of unrighteousness. So all he's saying, you just do your part, he's going to do his. It's written, he's going to do his part, like he told Adam, like he told um, uh, Peter, chief speaker of Israel. Israel, you just do your part. He's going to do his automatic. All right, yo, that was excellent. The mother, that was excellent. Until we get there tomorrow at 6 o'clock, Elder, take your time and send us home and grand style. Excellent, Elder and the mothers. Come on. Well, Yaquah bless you, Brother Sia, and bless the mothers and all the people listening to the words of Yaquah. And this is why it pays to turn into the voices of Israel, where you listen, read, and learn. That's a good reminder. In the book of Revelations, chapter 1, verse 3. You need to take notes. That reminder is very strong. Hallelujah. Yahweh.